Hello, welcome to Cyprus Beat, your daily news briefing brought to you by the Cyprus Mail News Team. I'm Paul Lambus with the latest news from the island. As the leadership race in the island's largest party heats up, its current number two, Khadiz Yordiavis, has announced his candidacy. Party spokesman Dimitri Dimitriou is expected to follow suit. Meanwhile, Interior Minister Nikos Nouris has said he will not stand. Current party leader and failed presidential candidate Averov Neofito has already said he will also run. However, Yordiavis said the party's defeat in the presidential elections and everything that followed was the cause of sadness and concern. Instead of a sober review and a unifying approach, sharp divisions and interventions were chosen, which put our party at risk of splitting, he said. A man who committed the extremely vile crimes of sexually abusing three children and was sentenced to 10 years in prison in a blatantly inadequate sentence has now had his sentence extended for a further five years by the Supreme Court. It emerged on Tuesday. The appeal was filed by Attorney General Yorgos Savidis, who viewed the 10-year prison sentence handed down to the perpetrator by the Nicosia Criminal Court as blatantly inadequate. The Supreme Court agreed with Savidis' position and said the five-year prison sentence for a number of charges to which the defendant had been found guilty should not be served concurrently with the 10-year prison sentence but after it. Following the decision, the man will now serve 15 years in prison. Lawmakers on Tuesday called for a crackdown on people renting out their properties but who continued to evade the taxman by not registering as Airbnb. The House Commerce Committee discussed the matter during an extraordinary session. Committee Chair Kiriakos Hajiyanis later said that only some 5,000 properties out of the estimated 15,000 have applied to register as self-catering tourist accommodation or Airbnb. If Airbnb properties operate without paying taxes, it means they are breaking the law, so we must provide solutions to a problem that has existed for decades, he said. The extraordinary session of the committee was held because February the 7th was the deadline for Airbnb providers to register with authorities. Agriculture Minister Costas Cavis on Tuesday hailed his ministry's work on green growth and the circular economy during a tour of the wastewater treatment plant project in Achna. The plant is set to become operative by the end of the year. The project will see wastewater from the surrounding area utilized by eight communities. Earlier in the day, he visited the construction site of a water pipe running from Vasiliko to Western Nicosia. Once completed in 2029, the more than 100 70 kilometers of pipeline will supply more than 30 communities with water. These people now rely on rainwater but will be supplied no matter what the weather once the pipe is completed, Gavis said. Details emerged on Tuesday of the shocking working conditions under which 14 Indian workers were employed at a Famagusta livestock farm. The workers, all legally documented, were allegedly forced to work seven days a week without rest and were unpaid, while their employer prevented their escape by withholding their passports. A police anti-trafficking unit raided the livestock facility last Saturday after receiving a tip-off from an Albanian worker. The Famagusta Immigration Office, British Bases Police and inspectors from the Ministry of Labour participated in the operation. Police reported the workers were found in a bad state, suffering from signs of mistreatment. They were removed from the premises and taken to a safe location to receive psychological support and protection. 
And finally, rescuers from the north on Tuesday described the macabre scenes they witnessed in Andiaman while trying to save the Turkish Cypriot volleyball team buried under the rubble of the ECS hotel, while the government is making plans to erect a memorial for the students and teachers. Rescuer Nevzat Akchajil described the difficulty of separating their emotions from their work at the site. First, we dug up the wreckage, then we dug graves and put them in. Our hearts and minds failed to comprehend it, he said. The group of rescuers worked to recover all the bodies, then on their return to the island, they helped to bury the members of the school group. That's all for today. For the latest news, commentary and analysis, please visit www.cypress-mail.com.